friendly to anyone else. Uh, Ollie, you ever found that? Ever found that to be hard? Guys, have you, Josh, have you ever found that hard to be nice to someone? Yeah, yeah, we, I think we all have been a bit like that. What about, what about it? You, sometimes, Christopher, do you ever find it a bit hard? Yeah, I think we all do sometimes find it a bit hard. You sort of, it's sort of hard at school, isn't it, sometimes? Hard at work, hard with people in our street, hard with people in our family, maybe, even. I had a, a, a guy at school, I don't remember all the people I was at school with, but I do remember Mark Wodge. <laughs> Mark Wodge was a sort of, I was sort of, I was sort of very, a lot of you have known me for a long time, pretty peaceful sort of, person I was at school too and I was sort of known for being sort of just fairly relaxed, easygoing, but Mark Wodge just sort of niggled me physically, it would just sort of, you go by and it would poke you or it just sort of, and the, the thing I have to admit to this thing is I was 14 by this point, so this isn't like five-year-olds. And then I walked in one day into the classroom and we had our books in our desk, flap-up desk, and Mark Wodge, who was a very big boy, and I was a very small boy, picked up my desk, whole thing, and just tipped it out and just kicked all my books all over everywhere. And uh, I am not a violent person, but I have to say that I did just have a moment there where I sort of saw red, and then there was quite a lot more red around uh, after the beano. So, you, you know, for someone peaceful and peaceful loving, it can happen to any of us, where you're, you're sort of, your pressure cooker that you're boiling up your jam in suddenly explodes and it's a bit of a mess. And, you know, we have that situation sometimes in our lives where anger starts and it doesn't reduce and things back that bad can happen. And we get that feeling that we don't enjoy being in our own skin and we feel really bad about the situation and it just makes matters worse, not better. Although, with Mark Wodge, it did make it a bit better. He sort of didn't do that anymore. So that was, that's not something, forget that, you heard that bit. Okay, so Jesus said, the world Jesus, so if we look, think about John chapter 13, verse 35, he said that as Christians, people would know that we love him by the love that we show to each other. So it's really important that we're one in Christ. So it might be that there's someone even in this room that you have fallen out with ages ago. Now, we're a very friendly fellowship here, but maybe you've got some resentments against someone and now would be, you know, a good sort of time to deal with those things, maybe. And we're going to talk a little bit about that, but we want to talk first a little bit about these things. Okay, so I wonder if, well, we know what these are. These are sponges. Okay, now, Becky, I wonder if you could very kindly bring me that little bucket over there. Here it is. Thank you very much. And it's got water in it. I'm just going to ask oh, you to hold that. I've got a microphone. Whispering doesn't count. Now, okay, this is a little a sort of, this is a, a scientific experiment. So, We've got two sponges here. Now, we've got to sort of discover 
which of these might hold the most water? Now, so this, what's, what would you call that? Sponge, but... A round sponge? Yeah, okay. What would you call that one? A real, someone said a real sponge. Okay, that's a natural sponge. Sponge? Sponge. Sponge. <laughs> Becky, do you know what sort of thing a sponge is? It's, it's from under the sea. Yes. It's well, as a sort of scientist, would you say is it a plant? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a plant. Who thinks thing. it's a plant? Who thinks it's not a plant? Oh, very interesting. Robin, what do you think it is? Yes, it is wet, but we're talking about it whether it's a plant or not. We're saying not a, maybe it's not a plant. What? It's an animal, yes. Oh. Hello, Mr. Sponge. So it's, okay. So this is a, a sort of one that's made out of foam, foamy sort of plastic. Now, Becky, we're going to do an experiment. Excellent. How do you think we can see I think we've got some which... volunteers already ready to go. Okay. So we're going to see which of these holds the most amount of water. Okay. So the, the, we're going to do very scientific, because that's yep. what we have to do, don't we? So, so sort of one dip in, then we squeeze it over someone, see yep. how much it holds. One dip in of the other one, see which one holds the best. Um, so we've got, so would someone, who would like to volunteer for this great thing? Yeah. Okay, you, Ollie, well off. done. Okay, so you have to stand in there. Should we, should we get them in there simultaneously and then All of sponge? Them. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Shoes uh, now, and socks off. I think Brian has got something that might be able to help you there. Brian, could you just bring that up for Ollie? Because I think this might be quite useful. Thank you very much. That's Thank you. Good. Brian. Okay. So. Do you guys want to go? Take take shoes and socks off if you want to have a go. Okay. So here we go. Are you all going to go in there? You three go in there at the same time? Okay. Okay. Nice. Possibly rock right. Right, here we go then. Right, you can be the squeezer. So this is the first one. Okay. Okay, there we go. Let's try that one on Ollie. Let's see what it's... Stand up, Ollie. I think it's got to stand up because uh, everyone's very keen to see exactly what's going to happen here. Do you want to get a bit nearer to Becky? Ollie with the brolly. Sorry, yeah, Ollie with the brolly. Yeah, we like that. Okay, so this is the plastic one. Okay. Remember how much water that was? That was not good. This is the natural one. You ready for this, Ollie? Oh, wow. Yeah, just get gifts that keeps giving that one. That's great. Fantastic. Okay. Very good. Well done, guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. We could sort of link, we could link this with a baptismal service, couldn't we, actually? It would sort of, be good. Okay. Here we go on the, on the uh, plastic one. The boring one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's very good. And now, this is the one, you will have to put your brother up for this one though. 
Otherwise, you won't be able to stay in the service because you'll be a sort of drowned rat. Okay. Oh, look, it's all running off the... That's very good. Drilling your hair anyway. Oh, very good. Okay, and finally... Okay. Okay. That's all right. He's, he's good. Okay, this is the plasticky one. Do you want it in your hair or not? Yeah, okay, just do it Oh, there's hardly anything in it, it doesn't pick anything up. Rubbish. Okay, and finally that one. You have to put it up for this one. That's it, that's it, that's it. Very good. Okay, we like that. Okay. Now we are gonna find out a little bit more about sponges. So uh, could we have a little sponge video? Sponges. While an ocean sponge looks something like a weird plant, it's actually an animal. In fact, sponges are among the simplest multicellular animals on Earth. They live on the bottom of the ocean, attached to a surface and never moving because they can't walk or swim. Some are quite colorful, while others are drab. They also come in all shapes and sizes. There are tube sponges, vase sponges, barrel sponges, rope sponges, encrusting sponges, and many other types. Sponges live from the frigid waters of the Arctic and Antarctic to the tropics. On many coral reefs, sponges dominate the seafloor and the drop-off. One of the most common sponges on coral reefs is the barrel sponge. Barrel sponges grow to epic proportions, getting larger than a person. Although sponges can't walk or swim, they can feed. They do it by filtering tiny plankton from the water. A sponge. Just a little bit more, it's coming up in a second, so. Sponges are very effective filter feeders since they're able to capture and eat particles as small as bacteria as well as larger particles. They might not look like they're doing much, but a simple demonstration shows how effectively sponges can pump water. On a reef in the Caribbean, I make a dive with a syringe filled with a non-toxic dye called fluorescein. By squirting it around the base of some sponges, we can observe how the water is moving by watching what the dye does. Within only seconds, the dye is pumped through the sponges along with the water. As you can see, a sponge is a pretty good water pump and also a good strainer. Any plankton that goes in with the water won't come back out through the osculum. Tube sponges are even more spectacular to observe. They pump the dye so furiously that they look like a collection of miniature smokestacks.
ultimate test is a hefty barrel sponge. What will a big monster like this do? It takes a few seconds for the dye to work its way through the sponge. Wait for it. But then it pours out like smoke from a chimney. That's pretty good pumping from those tiny little collar cells. Sponges can't. I think, yeah, thanks very much. That's good. Okay, I hope you sort of enjoyed that, learned a little bit more about sponges. Uh, and so next time you sort of, uh, particularly, you know, I, I think it's a good thing that these have not in use very much uh, these days because that's a, a precious animal at the bottom of the sea who does all those amazing things and eats in incredible ways. So it's just that's sort of quite amazing, really. Um, and if we are, there's a nice sort of thought about this, that if we, like this sponge, can be filled with the Holy Spirit and are filled with the Holy Spirit and keep being filled by the Holy Spirit, uh, then life will be so much greater for us and for everyone else. But if we are sort of dry and not filled and not keeping in touch with Jesus, then that just is not the, the way we want to be. So sponges need to be in water to be the beautiful things that God made them to be. And in the same way, the Bible tells us that we need to remain in Christ. We need to remain in him. He says, if we don't do that, we can't do anything. Can't do anything well. We can't love other people. But if we stay in Jesus' presence, he tells us that other people will get to know him because they'll see our love for each other. So that's the, the thing about sponges. And then we won't have that horrible resentment that can turn into anger, that can turn into violence, and we just won't. So it's all about remaining in Christ. And if we remain in Christ, we stay as one in Christ. So our aim is to be like those beautiful sponges, not the dead ones, but living in God's presence through the power of the Holy Spirit all the time. I want to think about that now and just reflect on that, what it means to be one in Christ Jesus and what it means to be living in his presence so that other people will know that we are Christians by God's love to us. We're going to listen to the tune of How Great the Father's Love for Us and just be quiet for a moment for all of us, see what God is saying to us as we spend some time listening to him asking him to come into our lives and just fill us right up so that we're not full of anger but resentment, but we're full of love. So let's just uh, spend some time uh, just being still together.
So now perhaps you might like to look at that piece of paper again that you wrote someone's name on, perhaps. And if for you that's something that's sort of active, an active hurt at the moment, I wonder what you think God is saying to you about that person. Are you feeling able to love them anymore now? Because God's love is flowing through you, just like we saw that amazing green dye going through the sponges. And God's love flows through us in that way, and we can show that love to someone else. It may even be that if it feels safe and it feels the right thing to do, that you can show them your love during this coming week. We're going to pray now, and uh, in our prayers, uh, we're going to uh, remember the life of uh, Vi Goldup, who died this last week, and we really warmly welcome Peter, her son, here this morning, and it's great to have you with us, Peter, and we'll be praying for Peter uh, as well this morning, and let's just bring our prayers to God now. Our loving Father, we thank you that you love each one of us so much. And you love all of your creation. And Lord, we thank you so much for the life of Vi. And we thank you for what a faithful friend she was to us. Lord, we thank you for her part of her, our, our family. And we feel sad that she's not with us anymore, but we feel happy for her that she now has new life in you and that she's free of all the physical infirmities that were hard for her. Lord, we do pray for Peter as he misses her so very, very much. And Lord, just really be close to him, Lord, we pray. Lord, we just, just really thank you for her life. Father God, we pray for all people we know who are hurting. And perhaps they're hurting because of resentments. And Lord, we pray that you will teach us again how to really love. And you will mend any relationships that are broken. Father, we pray for our hurting world. And Lord, we particularly today want to stand by the people of Zimbabwe at this momentous time of change. Lord, we do pray uh, very especially for Scar and Ollie and for Paul and Nguva. And Lord, just be with them as they watch this situation develop. And Lord, we pray that it would, cha it would change that country. Lord, we thank you for your hand upon that. Lord, we thank you for our own country, but we are aware that that's riven by dispute and anxieties and feelings between rich and poor and north and south and old and young. And Lord, we pray that you would heal our land too. 
Father, we thank you for your love, and we pray that in this fellowship we might more and more show your love to, to, uh, to each other so that others will know we are Christians by our love for each other. And Lord, we do finally pray for Ian and Di as they have a short and very well-deserved holiday that you'll be with them during that happy time, we hope, away in uh, Minehead area. And so, Lord, we bring our prayers to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, we're going to sing our last song, which is Cornerstone. It's a great song. And uh, while we do that, I wonder if our friends here could give out the tins. Uh, this is money that we collect, not for the upkeep of our church, but it's for uh, some children we support through the Compassion Organization. And it's also for uh, uh, students we support through our charity, Mechanics for Africa in Zambia, and for disaster relief. So please give to that. And please stand and we'll sing, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less.